Well, welcome back to the Legend of Zelda lore cast. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I'm your host, Aaron. And joining me, as always, we're back, Ariel. Just Ariel. The beautiful, Just incredible Ariel. Just Ariel. Ariel. Just Ariel. God, it's, it's okay. It's been a long time. Okay. I need to do this. You don't need to. <sighs> Ariel, it's been a long time since we've done this. I want to do this. <laughs> I still don't care. Oh, the listeners, I have missed you guys. Yes, I really have. That's not sarcasm coming out of my mouth right now. We had to take a long impromptu break because everything was chaos here. I won't go into it. Just know that we are all safe. We're happy. We're healthy. And we're back at it for good. Happy? Yes, we're happy. Oh, Be happy. You're happy. <laughs> Now, long story short, we fixed the problems. We're back at it. We're good to go. And we shouldn't have any long overdue breaks anymore. We're back to our weekly releases. All will be good. And if anything changes, we will let you know on Discord and Twitter for sure. But right now, we're back to our weekly releases. So you don't have to fret. Sorry for the really long wait. Thank you so much for being patient with us. Thank you for all the support and love that you sent us while we were down. But we're back. I'm happy to be back. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> but Ariel, mm. now that we're back, we have to talk about the one thing that nobody wants to talk about. You? Uh, I don't want to talk about you. <laughs> nope. Link's crossbow training. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that game. <laughs> you ready for this? <clears throat> say that but honestly it's a fun little target practice game it actually is pretty good uh it scored a 70 percent, so it's pretty good uh we'll get to that so before we start we have to talk about the canonness of this game okay so it is considered canon but not considered can it's it's ambiguously canon so Essentially, it takes place sometime either before or after Twilight Princess. Nobody is terribly sure. I argue after, but you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> so basically, it is a spinoff game from the Twilight Princess and your Link using a crossbow and you're working on your marksmanship and you must pass a series of tests to perfect your marksmanship before you can continue. So a couple notes about this game. Uh, number one, it was two to four player turn-based game where you would pass the original Wii Zapper back and forth amongst you and whoever had the highest score won. And another thing is, is it was originally produced to help promote the uh, Wii Zapper functionality. So you know, in a way, it was promote. It was a promotion game, but as you'll see later, it wasn't. It just kind of got turned into that into development. And we'll talk about that more when we get to the developer notes and special behind the scenes stuff. Since there's not really any storyline for this, I went through and dug through and found all the cool little behind the scenes things that I could about this game, and I will say it does not disappoint. So, with that being said, Ariel, do you want to take us through some enemies? It's been a while. Oh, you're switching it up. Usually I do enemies last. Uh-huh. No, I know. Wow. I know. So, because Aaron wants to switch it up on me here, I'm going to switch it up on him. Uh-oh. So, normally I go in alphabetical order. No, I'm going to have you guessing, you know, random. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Oh, I'm doing this to you. <laughs> oh. So, you ready? No. <laughs> yes. So, these are the same exact interpretations I used for Twilight Princess because oh, they're the same enemies from. I should have re listened to this episode. I should have re listened to the episode before. Yeah, listeners, he doesn't listen to our episodes. So, <laughs> I might seem cold. It's still a good boy. Is it the 
gosh, I can't remember the name of it. It's the ice monster. It's the it's the ice ice. No, 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 that's not it. I can't remember the name of this thing. White Wolfos. Oh man, yeah, that wasn't even what I was thinking of. White hmm. Wolfos. <sighs> I love those things in Majora's Mask. Not so much Twilight Princess. They were scary. <laughs> so next one I have the Octorox less fiery cousin. Fire choo choo. <laughs> Less fiery. <laughs> See what happened was. It's the toad pulley. Oh my gosh. You're really messing with me tonight. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. This is what you get. So, the prototype for the guardians. Only in a different color. Bemos. Only in a different color. Blue Bemos. White Bemos. <laughs> wow. Arachnopes. I cannot remember the name of these things at all, but they are spider. <sighs> They're baby gummas. <laughs> no. Sculptulous. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's not the ones I was thinking of. A very misleading name. Scarecrow? Mm-hmm. It is, actually. It is? I got yeah, that Scarecrow. one? <laughs> it's a very misleading name. It's not very scary. Uh-huh. Before you go on, I have a fun fact about the Scarecrows for this game. Go for it. Uh, if you shoot them, I think it's six times in the body, and then in the head, during the third level, I believe it was... You get taken to a special level where it's like nothing but gold targets. So there's a little Easter egg. That's the only Easter egg in this little game that I found. Exciting. <laughs> so next I have bow piggies. Bow goblins. Yeah. Like, 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 like. Nintendo can stop with the terrifying dolls already. Is it the puppets? It is the puppets. <laughs> oh, I did not miss these. <laughs> this enemy is partially named for an article of clothing, though this enemy should not be worn on your head. Oh, um, I Nope. It's there. I can see what you're talking about. What is it? Piat. That's what it was named. <laughs> All right. Next, I have the the meh. <laughs> I'm sorry. The what? The meh. What is that? The Orden goat. Oh my gosh! I couldn't. I couldn't believe they made this an actual shootable thing. Uh, or goat. Goat. Soldier lizards. <gasps> Stalfos. No, that's nope, that is completely wrong. Wow, Lizzlefos. There you go. Wow, Stalfos is a skeletal people. <laughs> I'm the best. We got the Graboids. Uh 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 um, Nope. Moldorm. Dang it. You know, the worst part is there's somebody at home listening to this right now and they're going, come on, that one was so easy. <laughs> come on, Aaron. I just don't have that big of a creative mind, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's true. So the less annoying bats. There's less annoying bats. Mm. Oh, come on. What are the bats in LOZ? Uh, I, I'm trying to. My brain is fried right now. Keys. Oh, man. Listen, I got Scarecrow. Okay, that's all that matters. <laughs> I knew it was in here. Oh, boy. Can't believe I forgot the keys. You can leave her me alone with all these deadly plants. Help me out with this. The lever. I said it in the thing. It's a lever. I know. I really just wanted to screw with you on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
that's what you want to tell yourself. So the cockaturkey turkey hybrids. Cockaturkey hybrids. Is it the um? Oh man, cockatrice. Cockrock. Cockrocks. Dang it. I was thinking Final Fantasy cockatrice. Mm-hmm. Too many games rattling around in my brain to think of these names. <laughs> well, we got the really cold bats. Ice keys. There we go. <laughs> Fire keys. No. <laughs> Defeat the flock and let it rain rubies. Ah, uh, is it the cuckoos? No. Oh no, it's the uh it's the crow. It's the oh man. The guay. Guay. Yes. Uh, that's right, because there's a flock of them in this game. Now let's add flames to Avenge Sevenfold's logo. Oh, it's it's that's fire keys. Nope. No, no, that's the nope. uh, bubbles. The fire bubbles. There you go. Fire uh, bubble. <laughs> I'm just really excited to say fire keys. <laughs> Ice aliens. Oh, man. Um, Ice aliens. Is it? No, I'm just going to not even guess and guess wrong on this one. Chill, folks. Man, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Now, this one is... (laughs) Who you would be, and you as an Aaron, in the LOZ franchise. Cuckoo. Yep. 100% it is a cuckoo. Specifically, the golden cuckoo. Uh, no, this is just a regular cuckoo. <laughs> is there like a bald cuckoo? Because that's the one I would be. No. Uh, so the next one is Warpig. 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 Is that the... Um... Pumba on steroids. I know exactly what it is because they they ride it, don't they? This is the thing that they ride. We ride it on. We ride it on. Uh, nope, I'm just. Bulbo. Man. That's right, because I made the joke of Bulbo and Timon. Timon and Bulbo. <laughs> Goblins of LOZ. Is it. No. The Boblin. No. Yes, it is. It is. It? Oh, thank God. <laughs> I really thought I got that one wrong. Thanks a lot for that. You're welcome. Meanie. Oh, how I missed you. <laughs> how you missed... I, wow. We don't live in the same house or anything. No. <laughs> Wish we didn't, but here we are. It's so mean. You're extra ruthless because you have pent-up ruthless aggression, don't you? 100%. So we have the big old dragon. That was a very lame interpretation, but, you know, that's what I'm going with. The big old dragon. The big old dragon. The Argorok. The Argorok. (laughs) And last but not least. It is least. Depends. Nobody likes these. As if, as if Lizalfos weren't annoying enough, let's give them wings. <sighs> this is the rock. No. No, it's the it's the it's flying Lizalfos. It's not what they're called. No, but... I know, but it's it's the, it's the, I know what it is because I fought them in Hyrule Warriors. And they're they're not really Lizalfos. No, but they're yeah, I, they're. I know. I can see it. I can see it. It's there. The arrow foes. Oh, stop. No, you. I almost had it. It was false. I knew it was false. <laughs> and there's like, those are the enemies that you shoot like target practice, but mm-hmm. they also have like barrels and bomb barrels, jars, targets, rupees, signs. They have stuff like that, too. 
listed under the targets. So, yeah, that's what I have. Well, how enlightening. <laughs> no one asked for enlightenment. Uh, I'm a little salty because I got all of this wrong. But whatever. <laughs> so before we go to our mid-break, I thought I would bring something pretty special <laughs> for the speedrunner fans and the speedrunner community. Uh, I wanted to let you know who the current speedrun record holders are and what category they hold the record in. And I'll give you some time frames as well. So first category is the any, any percentage completion for the Wii or the Wii U. The current runner is Mike the Pike 1304. And the time completion was 30 minutes and 54 seconds. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I got mad respect for you. <laughs> so the emulator version, however, any percentage is hand straws with a total time of 38 minutes, 41 seconds and 867 milliseconds. They went down straight to the milliseconds. Those milliseconds matter. <laughs> they do it a speed run. <laughs> So, 100% completion for the Wii U or the Wii. Current record holder is King Natsu with 41 minutes and 24 seconds. There is currently no record holder that I could find for 100% emulator completion. And the same goes for the All Triforce emulator completion. Nobody I can find for a record holder for it right now. The current All Triforce Wii U or Wii completion, however is the min here we go is many many three five two with the total completion for all triforces 27 minutes and 24 seconds so that's a pretty good time too next we have all bronze medals on the Wii or Wii U Mike the Pike 1304 back again with 39 39 minutes and 53 seconds so not too bad. Not, not too, bad. too bad at all. Again, nobody bothered on the emulator version, though. But here we are again with the Wii or Wii U completion for all silver medals. Mike the Pike 1304 again with 39 minutes and 55 seconds. So, you know, I'm just saying. Seems to be a, seems to be a trend here. Two seconds off from the bronze medal completion. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then we have nobody for emulator again, but we do have the old gold medal, Wii or Wii U. Who do you think completed that one? Mike the Pike. Mike the Pike, 1304. <laughs> what do you think the completion time was? I have no idea. <laughs> so 39 minutes and 53 seconds for bronze, 39 minutes and 55 seconds for silver, 40 minutes, 14 seconds, and 81 milliseconds for the all gold. So a minute and some change over. And of course, nobody did the emulator. But we do have an all platinum metal completion for the Wii or Wii U. Who do you think holds it? Mike the Pike. Mike the Pike. <laughs> Total completion time, 40 minutes and 22 seconds. So just a few seconds, again, away from the gold completion time. And once again, we have no platinum medals completed. So that being said, I think this is the perfect time to go for mid-break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the developers behind the scenes stuff. We're also going to talk about the fan reception for this game because it was kind of weird kind of the first time we've ever had a weird reception for a Zelda game in the series. But I want to talk about it. So let's go to our lovely mid-break. Hey, Ariel. What? Guess where we're at. It's awful middle in here. Oh, man. You didn't even let me say the thing. What are we doing in the middle of the show? It's awful middle in here. No, what's the next thing we don't make fun of you some more no we thank our patrons we thank our patrons <laughs> so we have to thank our patrons we haven't thanked them in a very long time <sighs> we love you so much you're all so awesome 
a thank you to our patrons, such as our golden goddess level patrons, the Nerdy Biker, Dragon Knight, Jeremy Kelly, Kex, and Maple Flapjacks. We also have to thank our high royalty patrons, Hylian Riot, James Becker, and Nightfall. And then, of course, our Sheikah level patrons, Bird's Eye View Entertainment, Fulgrimir, Jedi Link, Solid Me Boy, The Seven Sins, Venomous Duck, We Are Legion, Wolf Warrior 1869. And then, of course, our Kokiri patrons, Finn Richens, Jumanji, Nebula Echo, Preston Balagad, Remington Cloutier, and our fairy patrons, Alan Morgado, Christopher Green, Dinlinol, Doug Leamy, Hero of Time, and Rainbow Marvel. Dinlinol? Dinlinol. You said it so weird. I did say it's so weird. Dinlinol. <laughs> I was trying to read it while say it. Not a good idea. <laughs> so thank you to our patrons. We're back. We love you. We appreciate all the support you've had all this time. And to our Sheikah level patrons and above, expect a message from me soon about a special little gift you've been waiting on. Yes. Thank you, patrons. We do greatly appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show. No, we wouldn't. That we'd go, you know, long pauses on, and then we come back, and then we go on another long pause. And you guys are awesome. In all honesty, yes, we do greatly appreciate you bearing with us as well. Mm-hmm. We are humans, just like everybody else, and we do go through a lot of stuff. So yeah, thank you for being patient and understanding. Especially with these shows, these lore casts, we have to do these live. We have to do these weekly because all the information that comes out, all the new stuff that comes out, we want to keep you guys up to date and in the know. And we can't just pre-record all this stuff with these mid-breaks because of that. So we have to record these by the week. And unfortunately, with my day job being as chaos as it was and everything happening at home, and it's just been a lot over the course of this last couple months and we've been trying to get back into it we get back into it for a few minutes and something else happened long story short you guys are so awesome for continuing to support continuing to listen continuing to send us lovely messages and you know it's it's nice to hear back from the fans to reach out to see if we're okay it's just we love you guys you're all so awesome and you make every bit of doing this worth it so don't worry we've gotten everything sorted and we're back at it we're back on the kick so here's to the future and never missing another one again (laughs) fingers crossed (laughs) so anyway I'm done with my rant I love you all (laughs) five hours later five hours later so because of some computer malfunctions I do not have access to reviews and emails at this time which sucks because we had a lot of good emails to read and a lot of messages and stuff. But the computer network stuff and my emails down and so we will read some extras next week. But for now, we're just going to go ahead and push right into the mid break stuff. So Ariel, you lovely, lovely woman, you beautiful person. You're amazing, incredible I would like to being. get to what I brought. <laughs> It'd be nice. What'd you bring? So actually, I brought two things. Ooh. So I read an article. Oh, snap. Much like I always do. Oh, yeah. Just not on LOZ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this one comes from Eurogamer, and the title is Zelda producer Aiji Anuma named Knight of the Order of Arts and Letters in France. I'm so proud of this. <laughs> so Aiji Anuma, known for his long-running work on Nintendo's Legend of Zelda series, is to be awarded a knighthood in France. The Nintendo exec has been named a Knight of the Order of Arts and Letters by the French Minister of Culture. As reported by News in France, a date for the presentation of this 
distinction has not yet been set. However, when the time does come for this presentation, Anuma will join fellow Nintendo creator Shigeru Miyamoto as one of the few in the video game industry to be bestowed with the honor. And it's very fitting. I know, that's it's pretty exciting. I couldn't be prouder. I read that a while ago, actually, and wanted to bring that. So, I also brought something. Oh, merch. let's go. So, this is <laughs> this comes from Walmart. <laughs> but it is the official Wii Zapper with Link's crossbow training. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They still have that at Walmart? Yeah. This is renewed though. So, just keep that in mind. And the price is $29.49. Okay. So you can get both your zapper and Link's crossbow training so you can practice and get your name up on the speed running things. <laughs> Or just have some fun shooting some enemies. So yeah, that's what I brought. I'll have the link for that in the show notes. You mean the link for that in the show notes? That's what I said. <laughs> Am I annoying you yet? Uh, always. <laughs> uh, well, today I brought something that is both cute, adorable, and completely and utterly useful. Me? Yes. Also, uh, I brought a Korok. Oh, it's much better than me. <laughs> so, those of you who have AirPod cases, you know how they just look so plain, bland, and just me. Well, what if I could tell you right now that you could spice it up with your own luminous Korok with a backpack? I want it. <laughs> so right now on Etsy at the creator Kinsley Design, you can pick up a Legend of Zelda AirPod case designed after the Koroks with the backpacks in Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going to need you to buy me AirPods solely so I can have that. But you don't even have an iPhone. <laughs> I don't care. Then I'm, you're going to have to buy me an iPhone, which I don't like iPhones, but it's whatever. Oh, God. I want it. So the cases that you can use this for are AirPods 1 and 2, AirPods 3, AirPods Pro, and AirPods Pro 2s. Uh, the price is the same across the boards as far as I can tell. Uh, it is, Ariel's going to love this, $18 even. See, it was made for me. <laughs> and it currently has a limited a time sale of 10% off, giving it that $18 price. But it normally is $20 still just for you. Gonna need it. <laughs> so uh, they they do this design as well as several others. You can get your bow piggies. You can get uh, what looks like skull treasure chests. Uh, there's a ton of different designs for your AirPod cases. So I highly, highly, highly recommend going checking out again Kinsley Design on Etsy, and the link for this will be in the show notes. So that's what I brought today. Get it? The link? The link? In the show notes? The lonk. <laughs> no. Um, so that's it. We're, we're at the end of the episode. Mid-break, right? Yeah, that's what the middle of the show is called. Mm -hmm. The mid-break. We're at the end. Uh-huh. Anything you want to add? No. Nothing? No. You're not going to cut me off as I try to outro? I would never do that. Okay, well then let's go to the end of the... So whistle on over Son to STL Ocarina. Use our promo code LZLORE10 and save yourself 10% off an awesome Ocarina. Hey, Ocarina. No. <laughs>
supposed to be like a... It's mockery. I'm so done with you. <laughs> Anyways, they have beautiful, beautiful ocarinas. I actually have one of the Legend of Zelda ocarinas from mm. STL. They also have different varieties like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. They have a whole bunch of different types of ocarinas. But let's face it, you're going to want the Legend of Zelda one. It's so, listen to this show, yeah. Anyways, head on over there. Use our promo code and save yourself 10% off your purchase. Then, roll on over to Fanroll Dice. Use our promo code AlmightyC10, which is A-L-L, Mighty, the letter C and 10, and save yourself 10% off of dice. And dice trays and dice bags and dice towers and, you know, all dice accessories. And they have several different types of dice, like the new liquid core dice and the metal and resin and wooden and gemstone and etc and they have their new holiday release coming soon which is like they're all like black light stuff which is pretty sweet they got black light dice trays and dice and stuff mm-hmm. i'm pretty excited for that to come out and the dice trays actually have black lights in them yeah so you know you're gonna need that to go with some black light dice mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah roll on over there and save 10% off of your purchase using our promo code then switch on over to Nixie Gaming use our promo code LOZLORE and save 10% off switch accessories to play all of your Legend of Zelda games on you know so they have docking stations and cables and controllers and cases and anything you could possibly need for your switch and they have the new GameCube controllers, which now they have a pumpkin orange color, which is pretty cool. So head on over there and save 10% off your purchase of Switch accessories. Then, then stealth on over to the Cloak and Dagger Use our promo code LOZLORE10 and save 10% off your purchase of some awesome, awesome merch. They have cloaks and caps and a whole bunch of different really cool things, tunics and stuff like that, all handmade. You're gonna want them. Because I really want one. I really want a cloak. So head on over there and use our promo code and save some money on some awesome stuff. Then, then, last but not least, zoom on over to W Energy. W Energy. No. <laughs> and save yourself 10% off by using our promo code FUMBLING4. Now that's FUMBLING and the number four. They have a whole bunch of different flavors of energy drinks and they have the tubs of the powder but there are 30 servings in that tub, so you get 30 energy drinks. And the price is usually around 40 bucks, so you would be spending 36 on a tub. A whole bunch of hilarious names of energy drinks, <laughs> like Dub Sludge and Galaxy Grenade and Beach and Peach, and it's just, it's funny, but you're sure to find a flavor that you would love you can save yourself 10% off. <sighs> okay. That is it for now. That's it? That's it for now. For now. <laughs> well, thank you to our listeners. Thank you to our sponsors. With that, let's head to the end of the episode. <laughs> So it's awful ending here. Oh my gosh! I missed this—not <laughs> you, just this. Well, we're at the end of the episode. So it's time to go over some endly. <laughs> time to go awful over some. Endly. Oh my gosh! Time to go over some behind-the-scenes developer <laughs> stuff and uh, some fan reception for this and critics' reception. So we're going to start there, actually, with the reception. So it's interesting. So the game overall was received pretty well 
and currently holds a 70% on GameRankings.com. And the thing with this game is the reviewers were actually more disappointed with the Wii Zapper itself and its responsiveness than the actual game itself. And honestly, I've used the Wii Zapper. I've played a little bit of crossbow training back in the day when it first came out. And yeah, I wish the Wii Zapper was a little bit better, especially when we played, uh, what was it, uh, Umbrella Chronicles with that? Listen, <laughs> listen, I still have the gun for Resident Evil for that game. So, <laughs> be dissing on that. So, yeah, the, the actual Wii Zapper itself was pretty much what brought down on this game and a lot of other shooter games at the time. However, the disappointments for the game itself was the length of the game. And we'll get into why the game wasn't lengthy, lengthy when we get to the developer part. I really hope you did that on purpose. Linky. Linky. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, there's a reason why it wasn't lengthy. But the critics did forgive it a little bit because the price of the game was only $19.99 when it first was released. So people weren't terribly upset. They were like, eh, you know, it's kind of the price of a DLC. Not bad. Um, <clears throat> however, when IGN reviewer Matt Casamassina reviewed it, he had said, I would have preferred more stages and more options, but for $19.99, I'm a little more forgiving. Those are his exact quotes. So, and that was a lot of the critics at the times kind of viewpoint, you know, I wish it was longer, but you know, the price is what the price is. So I, I can forgive a little bit. Another portion of the game that was widely criticized, however, was the multiplayer. Eurogamer was quoted in saying, sadly, there's absolutely nothing to it. So, you know, there you go. The multiplayer really didn't have much. And I do know this for a fact was not as exciting and thrilling as I was kind of hoping it would be. I was hoping that you'd be able to run more than one Wii Zapper, but it was definitely just the one. Kind of disappointing. <laughs> Another review, however, that gave it a little bit more glowing was from GameSpot, and they had said, as long as you don't expect more than a, sh a short... As long as you don't expect more than a short but sweet shooting game, you'll be pleased with what Link's crossbow training has to offer. So this is what I'm getting at when I say the reception for this game was kind of all over the place. People liked it, but they had a lot of critique for it when it first came out. And a lot of the critique came down to the length of the game. And yeah, even though it was $20, you have to think when this game came out, most Wii games were anywhere from 50 to $60 range. So it's still, you know, a good third of the price of a normal full release console game. So even then it was still kind of high, you know, I would have put it in the 10, $15 range if I'm honest, but you know, whatever, it was still okay. <laughs> But here's some here's some highlights from the developers behind the scenes. So when the idea for this game first came out about Shigeru Miyamoto was massively, massively in love and still is with first person shooter games. And Miyamoto and the other staff that had previously worked on Twilight Princess wanted to do sort of a short side story similar to what they had done with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. But this time they wanted to keep the same setting from Twilight Princess and that was because they wanted to draw on the people who loved the Twilight Princess game. So what they had come up with was they were going to actually create a new epic story that would cause the game to go into a development that would take too much time and this was not okay this is where we ran into our first hiccup with the game because it was taking so much time to develop this awesome story Miyamoto 
had actually turned around and said, all right, let's go ahead and start considering scrapping the storyline altogether. And then it became more of the don'ts list. Miyamoto infamously had a don'ts list for this game. Some of the don'ts were no long cutscenes. The levels have to be short. They have to be rapid fire levels. They have to, you know, they got to be quick. There, there can't be any bosses. However, this one rule was kind of broken because there's one final boss at the end of the game. So, you know, there was a huge don'ts list with this game. That was partially because of the development time and everything else. And the fact that Miyamoto did not want to take away from the feeling of a first person shooter style game. Another reason that this game went away from its cool, really expansive side story was because Miyamoto began to insist that the game actually be a third person or first person shooter game and utilize the new Wii Zapper. So this is where the Wii Zapper actually got brought into this. And it was a massive shock to the team who had been developing this for months. And they had been working really diligently around the clock for this game's storyline. This was a huge hit to the team and they were kind of heartbroken over it. But once they started to develop the game and started working on prototypes to give to Nintendo of America for testing, they had realized that, no, it was just supposed to be a fun little title. And they were back on board again. Their, you know, disheartening was completely shook. They were back on board. So once Nintendo of America got a hold of it, they turned around and gathered a group of diehard Zelda fans in quotes. <laughs> and they had them test the prototype out and it was hugely successful so then once Japan, Nintendo of Japan got word of this they completely began to just dive straight into this they were like okay it's gonna be good and then it was final tweak time and everything Everything went hard on this. When the final tweaks came in, it was back and forth between Nintendo of America and Nintendo of Japan. And finally, they had gotten to a point where they're like, okay, this could be this could be groundbreaking. This could be great for the Zelda series. But a couple of hiccups came into play. The first hiccup was Miyamoto wanted Link to wield a gun, but it didn't feel right. So what Miyamoto's ideal original idea was is to, in quotes, have a Terminator style plot in which Link would time warp into the modern world where he finds and begins using for our PG audience a, a, a gun. I won't get to specifics which gun. <laughs> uh, and he would use this to defend Tokyo in the Tokyo City and his own kingdom from monsters. These are just direct quotes from Miyamoto. <laughs> listen, listen. Okay. I understand. Diehard Legends of Zelda fans. You'd say that is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and I'm so glad they didn't do that. However, as a huge fan of Terminator, <laughs> I would have loved that. Because it would have been awesome. Can you just picture Link appearing at nothing but a green hat, walking up to a biker and going, I need your clothes, your boots, and your bike. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> uh, we're dating ourselves. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, of course, immediately, the idea was shot down by the development team. They were like, I know. <laughs> They said it was an atrocity. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it may have been an atrocity, but it would have been a fun atrocity. <laughs> so after this, 
they had tweaked the idea of using a gun and finally decided on using a crossbow since it was more attuned to the Zelda universe. And they had tweaked it to function and act more like a modern day firearm. So you had the rapid fire capabilities and everything else. So it was still a little bit of a stretch, but it wasn't too far from the imagination. In addition to this, the original title in Japan was going to be the introduction to Wii Zapper, but it was changed because it was far too simplistic and they wanted to avoid confusion with games like Wii Play, which is called in Japan, Your First Step to Wii. The development team also didn't want this to be called The Legend of Zelda insert title here to avoid people mistaking it for a large scale Zelda game in the main series. In the end, the entire development team came to common grounds, both Nintendo America and Japan, and decided on the title of Link's Crossbow Training. So that's all I got for those little bits. But they were some juicy little bits because (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's crazy that they were going to have a Terminator link. (laughs) So if they had done that, if they had gone the whole uh, Terminator route, I hope that was like the first time that Link ever spoke, actually spoke out loud. And said, I'll be back. I like the end of the game. I don't know if I would have loved this game at that point. (laughs) Like, can you imagine Link in leather and like sunglasses? I can because it's partially a meme emoji that we have on our chat room. <laughs> Discord. <laughs> we got the sunglasses. We need the leathers. <laughs> and you're right. It would be awesome. I would have played it. 100%. I don't know. I don't know if I could... I don't know if I could even talk about the game if it had been that on this podcast. I would have, and I would have talked about it. Uh, I would have had to, but I don't think I wanted to. Okay, good. Then (laughs) finally an episode where you don't talk. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that's it. That's all we got for Link's crossbow training. Uh, I hope you really like the juicy tidbits for the developers too, because I, while reading that and doing research on it, I was blown away that all of this had happened during the development of a simple Wii Zapper introduction title. It was insane to me. Zap. So, uh, with that being said, I think this is where we have to bid everyone adieu, Ariel. We have to end the episode here. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, dear listeners, we'll be back next week and Ariel do you know what we're going to start next week uh it's not going to be Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom like I wish we would oh no but it's coming you can you can feel it coming yeah okay so still on the same timeline (laughs) it's so close Ariel you can almost taste it well it's the last game on the timeline actually isn't it it is is and it's four swords four swords adventures mm-hmm. so yeah next week we're going to start talking about uh, four swords adventures and deep diving and then i'm leaving it up to ariel on which timeline we go to next are we going to go to the decline are we going to go to the adult era or are we going to go straight into some breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom talk Well, I feel like as much as I want to, because we don't know where Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom legitimately fall 
Should probably do those at the end of the three timelines. Oh. <laughs> but I really want to get into it now. You left it up to me, so this is your fault. Ugh, okay. Well, which one piques your interest more? The adult or the fallen? How about I tell you after we get done talking about Fort Sword's adventures? Ooh, okay. I guess we'll just all have to wait till then, won't we? Yep, you're just going to have to wait till then. Well, Although, if you would like a little hint. Oh, yes, please. Hmm. Is it a little breezy in here? I think I know where you're going with this. It I smells think. salt in the air? <laughs> no more hints. It's time to end the episode. So thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Bye. Thank you all for listening to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, tell a friend. Leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can chat with us all things Legend of Zelda on the Robots Radio Discord. Or you can get hold of us on our Twitter at LOZLorecast. Intro and outro are done by Bentonal Landscape. Links are in the show notes below. Till next time, dear listener. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this.